0: been getting to know Andrew Garfield here. We're asking him about Broadway, the great white way. I saw Andrew in Angels in America. Wow. Six hours you long. You did the whole thing? I did the whole thing. In one day? One day. Right. It, on Sundays, I think it was it was the whole uh, enchilada. And then other days, I think they would break it up. because yes. yeah. Apparently, is it six hours? It's eight hours. Really. Oh. Eight hours. Yes. So I was sitting in that seat for eight. Wait, no, but you, we- You were amazing. But <laughs> this this is the thank you so much for we being went, there for eight hours. We went to go get something to eat. They allow the audience <laughs> <you>. <laughs> to but go get But they don't give some. you a pizza?
1: No. <laughs> they, they give you a bottle to pee in. A <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
2: yes. Snapple bottle. Hey, how
0: did you do Angels in America on Broadway?
1: I did it on Broadway for six months, but we did it in London before that You're for six kidding. months. So That's so where I saw it. So the better part of a year and a half, I've been That's playing that- Character, Prior Walter, in that play, yeah.
0: Is there a trick you have for learning dialogue? Um no, no you not just do it the old fashioned. Just way. do the old
1: fashioned. But but when the when the writing's that good, it just goes in. When when the right when every line links up so beautifully yeah. to the previous and to the next, it's like poetry. It just kind of sinks into your bones. And what into about your... the
0: wear and tear on your body though? Because no, that's it, fucking crazy. That's because you go for you do Judy. You're basically Judy Garland in this show. I am. You Judy laugh. Garland, you cry. Yeah. You scream. You howl. Yeah. You live. You die. And you I, do it all. <laughs> and off stage, I was Judy Garland as well.
1: <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I would refuse to go on on certain nights well, and I would have to. Drug me up and wheel me out. That's how um, you found
2: Drag Race, isn't it? When you were prepping for Angels in America. When I was really? prepping
1: for Angels, yeah. I um, and my friends in in the LGBTQ community have been trying to get, get get me onto it for so long, and it just it it took me a bit a bit longer. Than Do you others. have any
0: friends in the BLT community? In the BLT community? <laughs> Do you? That's not a joke. I don't no. know why he's
2: laughing. Me neither. What about the Mick B L oh, T community? I maybe. love that yeah, yeah.
0: now. No, so but tell me about the wear and tear on your body though. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do how do you maintain physically yeah. doing a role like that for so long? Well, do you need a good massage
1: therapist in New York City?
0: Is that what is that your your, your I, secret? Th- th-
1: there's a guy, there's a guy and he's one of my closest friends and he's a, he's a, a, a fishing out of the show as well. Yeah. And his name is Greg Miele, and he works on all of the Broadway dancers, singers, uh, actors. Mm-hmm. And he, But he's, it's the kind of massage where you want to die. It's the kind of right. massage where you're like getting so limbs ripped out oh, and it. put back in. You love yeah, that I stuff. I love that stuff. Um, yeah. it, it's it's like an alignment. Yeah. Because but it's like I've, it's like really deep work, though. It's like emotional work. Yeah. And it's like... It, did you cry? I've cried during massage All the time. I cry. I laugh. I, I never cry. think I'm cried. losing my mind. I have panic attacks. Yeah, it's crazy because we store everything you in store, the body, right? That's right. We store that's everything. Right. everything. Oh.
0: So when you release it, because I, I forget, you know, if I don't walk away. I know from of there, a different kind of release. I from, know if there are some different kinds like that. Mm. But if I don't, if I don't walk away from uh, with bruises from a massage, it didn't happen. Seriously, no. yeah. I need to be. I need to know that you got in deep on that. I said, you don't be afraid to hurt me. Honestly, uh-huh. wow. you yeah. got to see Greg. I'm gonna send you to Greg. His name is
1: Greg. What? Greg Miele.
0: Miele, miele. Is that Italian? He's Italian. Yeah. yeah, and that's what all the Broadway people do. He's the man. He's the Did one. Did you do yoga? Did you do breathing? How would you had keep no your time. voice up?
1: I had no time to do anything yeah. but see Greg, go to the theater, eat lots of pasta, yeah. sleep, and ign- and ignore everyone and in my you, life.
0: When you eat pasta, you don't put weight on.
1: When I'm do- when I'm doing eight hours of dying of. AIDS yeah no yeah. it's it, you know, it's like it's it's like running it's like sprinting a marathon every day that doing doing that play
0: wow so many words so yeah. many words did you ever miss
2: any words <laughs> have know. you ever fucked up no.
1: that's such a sweet like <laughs> that is such a sweet like the kind of question that like my auntie would ask
2: yes, <laughs> yes. how'd you how'd you learn all those lines yes how'd you do well, it well it's <laughs> different to say Spider-Man really it is it because is. I mean, yeah. scene by scene versus here we go, is the whole show, and no, you've got course. a live audience. Yeah. Did you ever miss any?
1: No, no, I never missed a show. I never missed a. I mean, I'm sure I fucked up lines, but that's no. like that's that's just part of it, and I don't think it really matters. Yeah, but the, but it, but it, the, the interesting thing is like. What you were saying about the, the body, like the, we we store everything in the body. So when we're at when when you're doing a show like that, the body doesn't know it's not real, right? So like you, the idea is like well you you know from what you just did on on um, uh, on the West uh, End yeah yeah like you're 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 living it as deeply as That's you possibly right. can every time. Yeah. So um you have to treat the body like it has gone through that trauma. Sure. Um so yeah it was just a it was a lot lot of upkeep. It was like being a monk. It was like kind of being monastic. And, yeah. But I absolutely loved it because it's it's just one of those plays that. Mean it's like a New Testament of the yes, gay Bible in it a way. Is. You know, it's it so beautiful.
0: Really. So, how have you changed since doing a show like that? If your body mm. tells the story and lives that, how did doing that show for a year and a half or whatever change you? Mm.
1: I mean, I'm still finding out. I, I was saying to Michelle earlier, I'm, I'm, I've been on sabbatical basically since finishing that that play because, it, as far as a career achievement goes. It doesn't get higher than that for me yeah. as an actor, and 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 the fact that I have a little thing on my mantelpiece to to show for it, like I won the Tony for yes, it. Yes, you which, did. You know, I mean, like who not Who cares about awards or anything? But when you win them, they matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> and, and when and, and when you don't win them, they're meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I I feel like I I achieved something quite massive, and I push myself beyond what I imagined I could do, and now I'm I'm I feel like I can rest on the top of this particular mountain just for a minute yeah. and look out look out at the at the at the kind of uh you know the picturesque sunset and just go yeah. oh i'm going to i'm just going to enjoy this for a second because we don't do that enough is it we we're, we're in a grind culture you know like oh, yeah. you, you're like you, what, what you guys do i just admire so much you're constantly
0: you mean put on false eyelashes yeah put on false eyelashes
1: <laughs> and wigs and <laughs> and try not to move your forehead yeah. oh like... there's no i can't move my forehead
0: if i even t- I could, no one could move my forehead i'll tell you that <laughs> Thanks. doctors this shut up exactly
2: <laughs> All done.
0: So okay. So I right, So when, when did you do Hacksaw Ridge? Before or after? That was before. Yeah. Before. That was before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, I saw 99 Homes. That's a good
2: movie. Oh, thanks. Did you
0: see that, Natasha? Michelle. Michelle? Michelle. Did you see yeah. that, Natasha? No. Hey, Natasha. Let's
2: call her and ask her. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> I Natasha. Yeah, so it's got that
0: Michael Shannon in it, mm. and this kid right here. Oh my God, it's really uh, this kid's good. a good little actor it right
1: really here. Is. yeah. How
0: long have you been acting? I I oops,
1: that's that's that uh, your water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. What am I clicking? That's yeah. the, the gun <laughs> loading something. <you're laughs> <clicking here. laughs> yeah. I uh how long I started quite late actually. You I didn't did. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Until I was, well, I mean, it's not relatively speaking for an actor. Like most actors are kind of born with like a desire to know they're, they're going to be a performer. Yeah. But it took me until I was like 21. Um, yeah. I went to drama school and I did all that stuff when I was 17. And I was very lost as a teenager. I was very kind of, um, I don't know. I didn't know what, I didn't know. I, it was like a bit like the Truman Show where you're in the suburbs and you think there must be something bigger. There must be something more. Because if it's just this, this right life doesn't life has no vibrancy and they can't, this can't be the setup that this would be a grave injustice if this was all life was. Yeah. Um, so then actually it was, it was the arts and it was theater and it was story that kind of got me out and, uh, and I went to London and I and then I, I met all the people that are now my kind of chosen family and yeah. and 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 it was it was there that I that I found that this was something that I was meant to do so when I was about 21 20, 22. you know
0: what you're saying is actually it was it's very smart because it means that you were very aware uh, mm-hmm. of earlier I mean the whole Truman show analogy which is that there's got to be more to this the thing is that most people buy this the, the, the scam the mm-hmm. hoax lock stock and barrel so you were you question the hoax that- mm-hmm. we all discover Mm. and then then you found your Mm. calling in
1: in the arts that's why i love this show so much one of the reasons why i love your show so much honestly is is that it's a it's a bunch of people who have said no yeah to oppression who who have said to the matrix to the matrix who have said no to anyone telling them who they can and can't be um, and, uh, what is it you can't be? What is it you can't
0: be?
2: She's <laughs> so saying cunt, you see <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's an, an Australian yes. thing that What is it you can't face? Well, no, no, it's, it's actually the, the, uh,
2: Mother Superior in, in Sound of Music in, uh, Is it Sound of Music? Wasn't it Sound of Music? Yeah, yeah Sound, Sound of, of Music, music. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, she says, Maria, the convent isn't to be used as a sanctuary mm-hmm. What is it you can't face?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the line what is
0: it you cunt? First? Yes. So we've adapted it to any situation. But the monastery is a sanctuary, though, isn't it? Supposed it's not, to be. It's, it's meant not to be an
2: escape. Because no, Maria's no. trying to escape right. Right. all of
0: those. You know, her Nazi lover. Is mm. that what it is? Well, no. She's she, Maria a Nazi. doesn't have
2: a Nazi lover. The the Captain von Dr- Liesel had a. A Nazi, Nazi lover. lover, yes, mm-hmm. Captain but Von Trapp's daughter. I'm glad we're getting. into But I have the to
1: say, when I came into the set for Drag Race, was there a Nazi lover? There was a Nazi lover. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I came into the set, I it, it was like entering church. It yeah. felt like entering a monastery. It felt like entering a holy place. Did you genuflect? I genu I did
0: I did I death drops. Okay, yes, oh, <laughs> that's that's perfect. That's good enough. Do you remember your very? Who turned you on to this? Television program. To this television. My, my, my friend Ellie,
1: who's with me now, actually. Oh, downstairs. is she's, Ellie here? She's here downstairs. And she's yeah, an actress. Yeah. She's
2: on The Walking Dead. She's on
1: The Walking Dead. Ellie Matsura. Okay. She's wonderful. Well, and my, and my friend Sebastian Aguirre.
0: Um, and, and Ellie turned you on. She says, yeah. Oh my God, you've got to see this TV show. And you yeah. said, What? I don't watch TV. I'm a thespian. <laughs> much I don't have time <laughs> for television. I'm darling. a reader, darling. Give me poetry. That's exactly
1: yeah. kind of how it went. i and was trying to live like a restoration. And, like g- gentleman and it. Yes, but the
0: bubble was burst, thank God. And so she gave you she gave, she gave you a pint of ale <laughs> and a spliff <laughs> and sat you down. And do you remember what what show did you watch? Do you I, remember? I I I saw it was season 4. Season 4 so Which that's is Sharon. Uh, Sharon Needles. Sharon Needles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who did you who, who which of the contestants did you immediately
1: gravitate toward? It was Sharon for me. Sharon. Yeah. It was the it was the wildness, it was the daring, it was the fact that even within that context of that monastery, she was being told by Fifi and whoever, like you're, this isn't drag. You're not a yeah. real drag queen. And I thought, oh man, even within the monastery, yeah. like even within the Catholic Church, you got to have like people who aren't pedophiles to get the pedophiles. That's out, right. I mean? yeah. not calling Fifi a hero, yes, a pedophile. No, but maybe, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like a, a metaphor, yes, but, um, and, a, and a simile. But um, but no, yeah. So it was it was that season, and I and I thought, and it was just it was the creativity. It was the it was the kind of um, what I love about it as well is. That, and what you say about drag and how we're all born we're naked and the rest is drag. And, and there are so many different aspects of us that want to be expressed. Yeah. And if we don't integrate and accept every single little nook and cranny of our inner selves... Then they're going to come out in really scary ways. That's right. They're going to gonna go into the White House and that's they're going to back exactly. our
0: Italian massage therapist. Yeah. What's his oh, name again? Greg Miele. Plug for Greg Miele. Greg Miele. Miele. Hey, talk about expressing, not the way you would express a dog. An anal gland? Yeah, no. Right. Not in, he does that too. Oh, he's like, he's like to like available for yeah, nice. anal, anal gland expression. expression. <laughs> yes. But it's true. You're absolutely right. You, one must explore all aspects of your life on this planet. Mm. You know, uh, it's. Uh, you know, it's it's the, the monastery is not to be used as an escape. No, 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 no. You no. must go and say, look in the mirror and says, what is a kind face? Exactly. <laughs> what
2: is a face? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Now when you got onto the panel obviously people who listen to this podcast know that we do this while we are filming uh, a drag race episode. Otherwise how could we get such A-list stars Andrew Garfield but when you got onto the panel I thought oh my goodness you look exactly like uh, our our lovely Anthony Perkins. Mm. I didn't realize that until I saw you in person. Mm. How, do people say that to you often? It happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. To the,
1: the people over 50 in it, crowd. exactly. <laughs> People in the know in that age group. When I hang out with my parents' friends.
2: Yes. <laughs> wow, it sounds really fun. You're just a a great guy. let to go to the
1: bingo night, yeah. folks.
2: Wait a minute, we don't all play bingo, Andrew. Thank you.
0: Well, it's funny you talk about your parents. your mother is Amer. No, your mother's English and your yeah. father's American. Yeah. And your mother's from Essex, and she doesn't have hair extensions. She doesn't have. She extensions. doesn't wear false.
2: Does eyelashes? she can't be from Essex, Andrew? <laughs> she doesn't. Does have she have a spray tan. on tan? No, she
0: doesn't have a spray on
1: tan. Does she have uh, acrylic nails? Um, she doesn't have acrylic nails. What is wrong with her? Does she- even a slut. and not and and, 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 what? and and like even like beyond that, she's never had sex, she's a virgin. She's a
0: virgin. <laughs> she's a virgin! She was
1: never on celebsco dating. No, I'm an oh. Immaculate Conception. Oh. And my brother was a mysterious accident. Oh. Wait, no, wait, how is your mother from Essex? And she is none of those things. She she's a salmon swimming upstream, baby. Uh, really? she, she said she said no 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 to the ho ho ho. Okay. Um and she um no, she's she's this very sweet, demure. Essex girl. She's a walking contradiction. They
2: have those in Essex. Yeah. (laughs) Does she sound Essex? She's not from Brentwood.
1: No, 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 no. Right. No. She she's got a little bit of an Essex Does she vibe. do a little bit? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
0: And but you were born in L.A. Born in L.A. Because My dad's you, from from there. Yeah. Your, your dad's
1: from L.A. Yeah. What part of L.A.? Um. Uh. I was uh, uh. Marina Del Rey.
0: Oh, so you were born there, and then you left when you were a kid. Yeah. We How, moved. Oh, to, I was two and a half. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, okay. yeah.
2: And you stayed
1: here for the rest of your. I stayed here until I started making movies over there.
2: Hence the British accent. Yeah. Indeed. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, well, they it's don't not really just put
1: upon <laughs> Marina. Yeah. Marina Del Rey like- <laughs> Marina Del Rey
0: that don't sound like that it
1: really was like ladies love I just keep I just keep the accent going. yeah <laughs>
0: How are you able to do such a, a great American accent? How, what's That's the key? That's another auntie
1: question. That's
0: another one. An yes, auntie
2: exactly. Rue. Yes.
0: How'd you do all those <laughs> accents in the uh, world? Yes, exactly.
1: He's dad is
2: American, so How he grew up hearing that? it. <laughs>
0: it's
3: so cute that you're asking. of so, That's so sweet. That's what we
2: want to know, darling.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, Rue. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're how do you do your Irish I accent? Can, no, I don't do an Irish. It was Irish. I can, really? Irish that was Scottish. It was inadvertently Irish. Everybody's no.
2: talking about J, <laughs> J- That's
0: my that's, that's the only line I can do, but I can do an Australian accent can because you? I uh, I live with an Australian. I oh, do you? And for many years now? yeah. And that's my Australian accent. But that's if I good. if you try to put it on camera, people would go, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's not really? really good. Yeah, no. I don't do a good Australian accent. I think it's very
2: good. you like my Australian yeah. accent? I, I can't do them. I can only say rice of blights.
0: I, I, that's terrible. Thank you. That's not good.
2: Rise of Lights? But you do a good, um, is it Sheffield? Sh- thank you. Yes. Yeah, you do a good Sheffield. <laughs>
0: thank you. Andrew came to see me. Yes. Yeah, and you been... absolutely. Yeah, you Aww. know this. You were so funny. Go on. No, fun. no, oh, in, so, in the social network, I didn't. Oh, he came to see your show? He's my yeah. friend. He yeah. oh. won't tell many people, but he's my friend.
2: That's <laughs> me friend. on Twitter. Um, we met in the Rambles. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> um, you guys,
1: you guys I, there's that video. I wish. Fucking <laughs> hell. If I came across you in the Rambles, what would
0: you do? Oh, Oh, man, not, uh, not suitable for Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> There's that video of Andrew here in London uh, at the Work the World Tour, one of the yes. tours. So
2: I'll tell you how and in you a nutshell. You the, we were there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I pulled him up on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, we met when uh, his PR f- – Girl was friends with Anna, my friend, mm-hmm. and they invited me to go to see Angels in America. And they said, Andrew's a huge drag race fan. What I was like, here Really? Which theater, theater was it? It was the
1: National Theater. In the National, or, the National, yeah. the National yes. Theater. Yes.
2: So I went to go see him and we went to go back and meet him. And he was so lovely and mm-hmm. so engaging and so present. Covered you were in having sweat. a little
1: cry. Yeah, covered in yeah. I was yeah. covered in sweat. She was yeah. covered in salty tears. We uh-huh. were having yeah. a little weep. We were having a yeah. bit having of a, a sweet a weep after that show. It was
2: lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. So we went and I invited him to see our show, and he's like, Absolutely. So he and his friends came and I just yanked him up on yeah. stage to lip sync for he, his life he did a
0: backflip.
1: he
2: did I he saw wanted to show the, that off on yeah. the YouTube yeah. I, I
1: pull it out of my back pocket if yeah. I'm terrified uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm surprised I haven't done it yet yeah during filming oh well the day is still
2: young yeah hold that thought we're gonna take a quick break hey Squarespace we love you and making a website for you guys has never been easier you too can make a gorgeous website in minutes yes I didn't say hours I didn't say days I said minutes using their beautiful templates and simplistic drag and drop platform. When you are ready to purchase a plan, go ahead and get 10% off with the offer code RU. That's squarespace.com offer code RU. Okay, y'all. Let's be honest about style, okay? Some of us have it, some of us don't, but just because a sense of style seems elusive for some of you guys out there, it doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that style that you never knew you had, and now you can with a little help from our friends at Stitch Fix. You've heard us talk about it. We love Stitch Fix. Listen how it is. Listen what it is and how it's done. Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and how we buy clothes. You just answer some basic questions about your size your favorite styles, your budget, right from your laptop, your phone, or your tablet. And then your personal stylist springs into action and they hand select five brand new clothing items just for you. Personal stylist sounds bougie, I know, and it sounds like something only the rich and famous can have, but you can too. Us regular people can have stylists too. Stitch fixes styling fee is only 20 bucks, which is actually waived if you keep all five items. And since your personal stylist only uses your preferences to pick your clothing, you are actually still in complete control. Once your items arrive, you try them on and only pay for what you keep. If you don't like something or if you need another size, send the items back. No questions asked. And shipping, get this, is always free both ways. Get your fix whenever you want or Sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. We love Stitch Fix and we know you will too. So hurry to stitchfix.com slash rue to get started now. Keep all five items in your box and you will get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash rue, stitchfix.com slash rue. So, right.
0: So that's how you guys know each other. (coughs) Yeah, um, and we stayed
2: friends. And you stayed Mm. friends.
0: And so now, okay, now let's see. What is the trick? To un-American, because in the social network I thought, oh, oh, I've never seen this guy before, and he's American. Okay, yeah. And then when I found out you were English, I'm mm. like, what? How? How mm. did you do that? Agreed, American? I had no idea you were British. Is there a key to it? <laughs> well, Auntie Roo, <Ru>. uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it's it's like a muscle. It's like uh, it's like, like a, a kegel. Like a kegel. I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. It's a kegel. It's a muscle between Vagina me down muscles. there. Oh, There's a muscle oh I should know that. But <laughs> down there. That's right.
0: Yeah.
1: Um it's it's like it's a muscle that you just have it's like going to the gym so you like you're you're training like with you with your, your Australian accent you're just mm-hmm. training your lips <laughs> and your tongue and your throat.
0: Just oh, I've done
2: that before. <laughs> Me
0: too. Just to make different shapes.
1: On the pier. You've
2: got
0: to want it. Yes. You've got to want you it. it. <laughs> you got to be able to take it. You've got to be able to, you have to want it. Yes. you train your throat, your lips, and your tongue. That's it. And the Amer- that's the
1: case. Doesn't that sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> the Americans have more space in your mouth. Yes.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because yeah, in yeah, England, yeah. we're t- it's, it's very restrictive. Yeah, everything's
1: a bit more tight and restricted. Yes, right. And, and also, like, there's more space in the country.
0: Yeah. So that's like true.
1: And, and you're just lot. Louder yeah. than us,
0: because ninety nine <laughs> homes. That's <laughs> true. Really, really repressed to be heard In over the,
1: people. Yeah, yeah. Movie
0: ninety
2: nine homes. Do you, you have a Florida accent? Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, wow, you
1: really. Which Florida is you. still is
2: southern, but not quite southern. Right. Yeah. Florida is a weird accent. I love that. <coughs>
1: And then he died. Sorry. Yeah. And so then he died. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love that stuff, though. I love the specific, like, like, to like, you're gonna find so many interesting, weird, regional yes. things with these queens. Yes. You're gonna, you're gonna have a field day. Yeah. Because, it, just like in America, like I, I love getting the really like, so, so Eduardo in Social Network was born in Brazil mm-hmm. and then was raised in America. but His father's Brazilian. So there's, if you listen really carefully, there's like the a hint. few vowel sounds, yeah. that have like a Brazilian, like Portuguese kind of uh, yeah. sound to them. I just love like creating as much detail like that as possible. It's, it's, yeah. And it's like, it's the technical aspect of the job, which I enjoy as well. Like I, like the rest is so mysterious and so yeah. ephemeral. Yeah. Like acting itself. I've, it's like, it's not like making a table or, you know, making a door where you have something solid that you can look at afterwards. It's like, you know, who knows if it's like, especially with theater, who knows what it's going to be every from moment, moment <laughs> yeah. to moment. Yeah. But like, what I love about an accent is that you can like, you can chip away at it and mm-hmm. work on it. Like you're working on a sculpture or something. So you have something very solid to kind of wrap a character around. So if
0: you're doing a movie like that, where do you get the time? And this is probably, we're probably going to go to a break in just a minute, but <laughs> where do you get the time to actually do all that work in advance? And then what if the director says, oh, um, we want to, we have some business for you to do. I want you to walk over there, pick up that phone and answer it and then take a drink of water. And then you're already working on chipping away at an accent mm. and trying to remember your friggin lines. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point, do you work on that stuff? Okay,
1: yeah, well, I prepare a lot. I, and then we all died. And I, I, yeah. I prepare a lot. I work really hard on this. I, I get as prepared as possible. I, I, I get all the stuff that I can lock down early on so that I can show up on set and be spontaneous, be mm-hmm. totally present, be truthful, fail, fall, look foolish if, you know, from take to take to take. Mm-hmm. That feels like the most important thing is fucking up actually, mm-hmm. allowing us, even though like don't the don't fuck it up is the is the slogan, mm-hmm. which I fucking love because mm-hmm. in that moment, it's like, no, this, yeah. is, this is the moment to not yeah. fuck it up. Yeah. But actually like in the, on the way there, Allowing oneself to fuck it up, giving mm-hmm. yourself permission and space to fuck it up, feels really like it liberates you to try things maybe you wouldn't. Like, did you see that documentary Free Solo?
0: No, uh-uh. holy free fuck! Solo. Is yeah,
1: that it's like shit. Yes, it I don't just think it is won yet. the Emmy. No, it won the Oscar. I an Oscar, yeah, yeah, just won the Oscar. It's a guy who free climbs, climbs who free climbs without a rope up El Capitan in in, mm-hmm. in Yosemite, which mm-hmm. is thirty five.
2: That's ridiculous.
0: 100. No, it's feet. Yeah. What you're thinking and yeah. more. Yeah.
1: Without a fucking rope. Wow. And you think, oh, we're about to watch someone die mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. HD, and he's chosen to. Mm-hmm. But like, so so I I, I love that film so much because it was it was like no like the biggest risk yeah. and the biggest reward. Like you, know, if you're willing to die for the thing that you love and care about, I think that links in with like. Taking risks in work, taking
0: like, sure. know, I know
1: I'm going to tell you yeah. this, like it's like, it's all about going beyond what you believe you, you, your conscious mind is able
0: to do. Yeah, I love that. I love it. We've got Andrew Garfield. We're going to take a break real quick. You don't even have to hit pause, Michelle. We'll just have that motherfucker edit.
2: Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we have 20, 22
0: <clears throat> minutes here. Okay. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with Andrew Garfield. We are back with Andrew Garfield. He's our special guest. He's dressed in Gucci. Are you Head f- to toe, baby. Are, yes! are you
1: fashion conscious? I, um, when I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race, uh-huh. fuck hell. Who yeah. dressed you? This is just Gucci. And I have a, rela- a really nice relationship. Oh, with, are you a spokesperson them. for them? I'm not. No, uh-huh. no, no. But I just love, I just like, I love Alessandro, the the creative director. and like, It's it a Gucci ring too. And his shit is just so like, I love the 70s kind of vibe. Do yeah. you get to keep it? Um, maybe if we plug it on the show, maybe, <laughs> they'll, they'll
2: something my way. Listen, we plug Gucci every day of so our we lives. We don't get too. shit. We, so good luck.
0: No, that jacket's great for you because it it, it goes great with your hair color uh-huh. and your coloring of your skin oh, and everything. Goodness gracious. No, it's great. So, all right. So we were talking about acting and, and how you found it later and how you've done theater. Are there any other... Theater pieces that you have had your eye on that you think, oh my goodness, I, I've already conquered El Capitan. <laughs> uh, what, um, what else would you
1: like to do? It's a really, I'm asking that question of myself now. I, I, I think whatever I, it's terrifying because whatever I do next is going to have to be incredibly scary. It's going to mm. have to be totally out of my comfort zone. Um, or not. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you could give it a rest. Let it heal first.
2: Did you enjoy that, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone? Oh, I zone?
1: love it. I love it. I think, like, you know, we're only here for a short period of time, mm. so we may as well see where we can go. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm tired, and, like, I'm a little <laughs> still bruised mm-hmm. from uh. the beating. Yeah. But... uh but i'm'm I'm, I'm really excited to know what that is I, I I honestly don't know what it is yet I think I'm definitely gonna be moving more into because right now i'm I'm an interpretive performer you know mm-hmm. I, I take I take material and I interpret it and I still consider myself a, a creative artist yeah. but as an actor I think that is a, is a form of storytelling but I would love to move into something more um, Creative from the germ, you know, yes. from, from the root. Write and, something. Uh, Write the
0: Tony Perkins story. E- you know, you could play that. There you yeah, go. go. That'd, That'd be good. Did you? Did you still? Did you feel challenged playing Spider Man? I mean, that's a big check. You did two of those movies. So you think, Ru. no, no, that is, that's uh, it is. Oh, a check. I uh, thought you meant like a check. Oh, I uh, no, I uh, no, no, I meant. Uh, you didn't mean money. I meant moolah. That cash. You yeah, that, that cash <laughs> money. That Gucci money. That's that a that's that, that, Gucci, like Gucci money. Gucci bitch. loaner money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but you, you made a lot of money on that. You get some points on that movie. Did I? Did I, Ruth? <laughs> well, I hope so.
1: I hope so too, Ruth. I hope. No, so. No, no, that set me up in a way that I may be able to. I've been able to go and do was an American I've been able to go and do like, Death of a Salesman on Broadway I've been able to make decisions that were totally creative yeah. after um, after making Spider-Man and also you know Spider-Man I love Spider-Man that yeah. was my favorite comic book character growing up as a kid he represents so much stuff to me that I just think is so important like our ordinariness mixed with our extra, extra ordin- ordinariness mm-hmm. Um, our responsibility to each other um uh, our fumbling failing nature as human beings i just love that character so much so i love doing that creatively and you know i i I, set me up financially to make decisions now Mm -hmm. um and it was hard it was really hard it was physically no physically was it was fun because i used to be a gymnast when i was a kid so Uh all that stuff was just great what was hard was operating within a machine and i'd never done that before
0: a it Big studio machine. A big
1: studio machine where 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 I where I felt like I needed to fight for the character at every mm. at every corner, and uh, I found that quite. It was a great learning experience. It was Who directed a, it was those? Mark Webb, really, really lovely director. He made Five Hundred Days of Summer. Uh uh-huh. um, Really lovely, lovely director. But you know, when you when when the bottom line is is McDonald's and hamburgers yes. and t-shirts and mugs, yeah. uh, it, it it means that you have to have some some uh you have to fight you have to fight mm-hmm. for the soul of the piece mm-hmm. and uh it showed me a lot of what mm-hmm. I wanted to do as a storyteller what I wanted to do as a creative person and it showed me who I was and it showed me who I was so it was wow. a really yeah it was like it was it was five years of um kind of like you know roughhousing it was like being because not years. only
2: is it just a big movie production it's one of the biggest characters of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's
1: a lot. I'll tell you a story about that quickly. Like that, there, there, there was an there was an interview I did for Entertainment Weekly after the first one, and I said, and they were asking me about what's going to be happening in the second movie, and I was like, well, you know, maybe 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 Peter Parker can explore his bisexuality. Maybe he can. Maybe MJ can be a, a mixed race kid from the Bronx who mm-hmm. lives next door, and 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 a guy. Why can't that be? Mm-hmm. Uh, why can't we explore that? And there was this. There was a lot of. Response pushback, from, yeah, from certain people in At the, the world, studio. yeah. Well, well, first of all, it was people in the world oh, who going, love Spider Man, yes, like that. Like Spider Man can't be yeah. bi, Spider Man can't be gay. This is all the canon always says he's a, he's a, he's a white, straight, male guy, right? Um, and uh, and, and I really don't believe that i think that the point is like you don't see any skin color you don't see sexuality under the right. mask it's head to toe yeah i think that's one of the beautiful things about it yeah and uh and then uh it's this is
2: fetishist actually i guess it is yeah.
1: cosplay. it's 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 really S N M E. yeah yeah if you look deep yeah um but then it within, and when in the studio there was like a concern of losing you know losing sales the, right the core because, audience because yeah. you want because you know <laughs> it's a strange thing when you have to cater to Homophobes, oh. and, and bigots, yeah, um, as well as uh, the the good people, yeah, <laughs> sure, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 just, I couldn't, I couldn't get down with it. I couldn't right. toe the party line, right. And it, it got me. It got it again. Just I was roughhousing. I had to, I had to stick to my guns with it. But it
0: was. Um, but yeah, that was it was challenging. Do you are you is that in your? I know you're uh, Leo. Are you is that in your personality to to be uh to, to sort of buck the system in that way? Have you always been that way? Yeah. I, Would I, your auntie Ruse tell you that? she say? I love Auntie Rose so much. <laughs> this you auntie say, Now, so aside good. from learning all those lyrics and, and lines <laughs> and trying to get all those dialogues, why do you have to be
2: such a hard ass? <laughs> <laughs> Another Auntie Rue question. Why can't you just me. play nice? How come you can't just follow the rules? Andrew. Yes, Andy, darling. Little Andy.
0: Andy. What's my wrong God, with, with follow you, Andy?
1: The rules? I didn't know this would be the best
2: part of my day. <laughs> what is it, you can't face? <laughs> To
1: us, <laughs> Michelle. Yes. I never want to leave this room. Aww. Oh my god, it's so good. And we're talking about astrology. Yes. Yeah. I fucking love astrology. Yes. I'm a Leo sun. What's your rising sign? I'm a Ra- Pisces rising. Oh my oh god. Wow. Yes, you are. Of course, you are. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius moon. I'm oh my god. Up. Oh no, it just explains <laughs> it's just, a lot. Yeah. Oh okay. dear. that's <laughs> a nice interview.
2: You can leave now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, no. explains so much.
0: No, do you, I, now bucking the system? Is that just in your personality?
1: I, it's not. I, I don't set out to buck the system. It's more just like I. I, I feel like I know how we should all behave towards uh-huh. each other. Yeah. Like I have a. I think I have a, a strong sense of. Ethic, like an ethical, you know, value system and a way of moving in the world. And I, I hold other people to that. That yeah. sounds really, How dare you? really <laughs> highfalutin, but, you know, no. like, like there's no argument. But like, like if you're a racist or if you're homophobic, you're on the wrong side. Mm. Like, it's really simple.
0: It's true. But, you know, I, I reading the paper this morning, I, I'm just coming to this place where I think, you know, I want to... I think the best thing I could do is just stay out of harm's way at this point because it seems the world is upside down in a way that I've never seen it like this Correct. before. Mm. And it, I'm thinking, you know, and I have products I want to sell, mugs, uh, sure. McDonald's, and I all of I have them things. in my house. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, I'm thinking, you know, it's probably smart to just sort of stay out of the way for a hot minute. Not forever, mm. but just for a minute because this seems like a fight that... Yeah, it's not going to have a winner. It's a lose-lose situation, if That's you know great. what I mean. it's really interesting. You know, have you ever have you ever thought? You know, what I think I better take a back seat to this one.
1: I I, I feel like I'm I'm doing that in a, in a in a certain way because of my I guess my privilege as a as a straight someone who identifies as straight and white and male. Um, it, it's my I think my back seat right now is to listen a lot mm, and mm. to pay attention to the to the. Um, the complaint that have been millennia in the making mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from from most marginalized groups that have suffered under colonial rule sure. from white yeah. English people yeah. like me. So like so my my taking a back seat is is I guess allyship is, is is being as as much of an of an ally as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I mean like it, it's it is it's the it's the it's crazy out it's it's crazy, it's crazy out there. Out there. Yeah. We're, we're in we're in like it is end times. But I think what people don't realize is that there's beginning times. There's
0: beginning times, exactly. Just after end times. During the metamorphosis of a butterfly, it's a very violent uh, transition. It's mm-hmm. very violent. Mm. But what emerges is a beautiful butterfly. Mm. Do, you That's, think, do you think it's going to get more violent? But, I think so. Yeah. I think I, the way we've set this thing up, this human life on this planet, what happens is Uh, uh, you know, we've set it up to where things have to break down to the very bare bones before it can build back up again. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't have to be that way, but that's the way we've all agreed upon. Mm -hmm. It does not have to be that way. We could actually learn from the history and go... Okay, this this equals that. That's why I think chess is such an important game. Not enough people play chess. Do I you play it chess? Yeah. I did when I was a kid. I understand the tenets of te- of chess, and I understand how to um, take two steps back, look at the whole landscape, and go, "Oh, you know, if I do this, that's probably going to happen. They're going to."
2: It's a you- consequential game. What did yeah. you call me? Consequential. <laughs> and
0: so the you know, so what I'm saying is, it doesn't have to. We don't have to take the long way home. We don't have to. But that's what we've all agreed upon and that's what we're going to do. And it's The bus still running? The bus is still running Good. and bitch you're going to have to walk. Home.
2: Oh no. So, you know, it's
0: it's it's sad, but uh, you know, as long as we have gorgeous men around who are willing to s- take two steps back and look and consider how other people feel, mm. and that's not just for white straight Englishman. For that, yeah. It's for everyone. It's everyone good. has to do that. And that's, yeah. it's very important. Mm. So we've got a show to film. I know we're on Well, you are, our, well, <laughs> you're, you are a, a guest judge on our television program. What's the program? It's called <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Oh, interesting. That's right. A little program on BBC. Three? One of yes. the BBC. <laughs>
1: seven. I think it's, <laughs> on, yes, it's BBC Seven. On that's BBC the Seven, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so they're asking if we can just come back from lunch now, because you've been so gracious to do this during oh. your lunch lunch break and during your break from ruling the world. If I had known it was my lunch break, I wouldn't have done it. (laughs) 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 I have another, you can take an extra bottle of water. Yes, on us. (laughs) Andrew Garfield, you are lovely. Thank you 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 so much for joining us on the podcast. Yes, darling. Well, Andrew, that was great. Um, So we'll be back right after this.
2: Yeah. Oh, babies, you know, I can talk forever about the magic of Blue Apron. I am. Absolutely love them. They have changed my life. Now, normally, I'm a mom cooking for a family of four. Now with Lily at college, cooking for a family of three. But still, the same old cookbooks and recipes online—they get boring, and they don't are not really step by step. You try to figure it out. You don't ever write this, write that. With Blue Apron, you have the right everything. I love everything about them because a, I can go online or on the app, and I can pick what I want. So if they choose, this recipe is in line with kind of the other recipes you've liked. And, and my daughter Lola says, you know, I don't want that this week. You can change whatever you want. You can choose the uh, two-person plan, the four-person family plan, and the WW Freestyle plan for all out there trying to, you know, watch their weight and keep healthy and stuff. Blue Apron has helped me discover my inner chef. I learn new recipes. I learn new techniques. I actually love cooking and it lets me be a little daring. Sometimes the recipe will say, do this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to put the cilantro in. I'm just going to go rogue here and do this. But everything is there for me and everything tastes delicious. Blue Apron's menu is carefully designed and tested by their test kitchen chefs. The test kitchen uses unique specialty ingredients to bring chef quality recipes to your dinner table. I absolutely swear by it. You guys know this for sure. I am telling you, I feel good enough to go on like a MasterChef television show. I know I'm deluded, but that's how Blue Apron makes me feel. So for you to start making delicious, brag-worthy meals at home without the hassle, try Blue Apron. It comes to your house in a box. All the ingredients are there with giant recipe cards. All you have to do is follow the instructions. It's that easy. Check out this week's menu and get $60 off when you visit blueapron.com slash rue. That's blueapron.com slash rue. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Oh, we get some great emails at rupaulpodcast at gmail dot com about your Squarespace websites and we love them. You guys can get a free trial with no credit card required just by going to squarespace dot com. But before we get into all the details about how you can get your percentage off and how you are gonna have the best website of your life, we want to encourage everybody to keep those sending, you know, keep sending us the emails to rupaulpodcast at gmail.com. But we've got a letter here from Lena. It says, Hi, Rue and Michelle, longtime listener, first-time Squarespace evangelizer. I love that. Thanks for making the long road trip so much more enjoyable. You two are a ray of love in a cold, dark world. After hearing about you and Rue raving incessantly about Squarespace, yes, Lena, we actually do. I decided to try it for my new podcast, and I love it. I actually took a break from university to work on a true crime podcast investigation. And these are really big right now. Selena, that was actually really smart. My aunt was murdered 10 years ago by the infamous Rubedeck killer. I hope I said that right. And the authorities never confirmed who he was. The killer was rumored to be a cartel hitman named Carnicero, though we recently ruled him out with a DNA test in the first episode of the podcast. So with this kind of a show, it was important that we created a website that fit all of our needs and looked sickening. So with no previous website design experience, I was able to make heads of SierraBlanca.com on Squarespace and under an hour. It looks great on mobile as well as desktop browsers, and it fits all of our needs. We can direct listeners to all of our social media, have a contact form for people to reach us, and also include our phone number so anyone could submit tips for the case. So if you want to check out the podcast, it's called Heads of Sierra Blanca from Juarez, Mexico with Love. That's Magdalena Salas, com. When are you switching michellevisage.com over to Squarespace? Oh my God. It'd be so cool to hear about your own experiences with your site, getting it touched by the Squarespace angel. Well, guess what, Magdalena? My husband is actually working on that right now. And you too can work on yours right now. Get a free trial with no credit card required just by going to squarespace.com. When you are blown away and ready to confirm a plan, use the offer code RU to get 10% off. Thanks again to Squarespace and keep sending in your websites to rupaulpodcast at gmail.com. That's squarespace.com, offer code
0: RU. Oh God, Maisie Williams is here and you've you know of Lilt the soda. Michelle just made me taste some of it. And what did yes. you think? I loved it. It's delicious. It is like Sprite. But like fresca. I mean it's Fresca. Yeah. I hate Sprite. So same. are they a sponsor? No, they're not no. a sponsor. No, okay. Yeah, but I, I Lilt, like.
2: You can only get here, Maisie. So right. that's why it's like a big deal.
3: So you said like the other version, the American version, would be Fresca. 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 So never tried I also that.
0: like Seven Up, and I like Ginger Ale. I'm not a big soda person. Yeah,
3: Seven yeah. Up is much better than Sprite, I think. But Sprite is like oh, yeah. the popular one. It's because
0: it's Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's oh, who makes it. I see. And see, um, I, I'm talking about like I'm not a big soda person, but I love Mexican Coke. You know, you can get Mexican Coke in America. And they make uh-huh. it
2: with real sugar. Real ah. cane sugar. Not real cane corn sugar. syrup.
3: Right.
0: Yeah. Because I'm not, you know, I, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for many years. And you know, part of living there is that you love Coca-Cola, because mm-hmm. that's where Coca-Cola is from. Mm-hmm. Have you spent much time in America?
3: Um, a couple of different states, but I've never been to Georgia. Never been to Georgia. Mm-mm.
0: What what states have you been to?
3: Um I've been to Massachusetts, I've been to New York, I've been to uh Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yes. yes, um, California. San, F- San Francisco. Uh, 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 San Francisco a little bit, mm. and I've spent some time in Louisiana as well. In, in Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Huh?
0: What were you doing down there?
3: Uh, I shot a movie down there, actually. In Shreveport? No, um, in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Yeah. What so movie I was it? Uh, It's called... It had a name, and then they changed the name. And uh, the Book of Love, they, Book yeah. of
0: Love. Uh huh. Is that the one? Is it out?
3: It is. Yeah, it came out a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, it was really great. It was like the first movie that I did that I shot on my own, like without a chaperone. Oh, and I ended up going to like Louisiana when I was like sixteen and alone, and it was wild. Oh, was that
0: legal for you to not have a chaperone?
3: Um, I think so because of like in the UK our laws are different, so mm. I think it was fine. Um, but yeah, I had a that's had a crazy a great... place to
2: be sixteen. <laughs> it, <is. laughs> it was
3: wild. It was like the. The first time I went to a strip club and like, it oh. was, it was pretty like insane, but I had a great time.
0: Oh, wow. And you've never looked back.
3: No, <laughs> I spend my, <laughs> I spend my time there all the time.
0: <laughs> so you've been acting since how long?
3: Uh, we so all know ten, you
0: from Game of Thrones. Right?
3: Yes. No, I started that 10 years ago. So a decade. Wow. Lady Aria. Lady Aria. Had you done
0: acting up. before Game of
3: Thrones? I hadn't. I was plucked from school. I wanted to be a dancer. I trained to A dance. private dancer? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no. <laughs> and um yeah, I, I I wanted to dance and then I decided, um, yeah, you know, well, on the set of Game of Thrones that I should probably be an actress. <laughs> <laughs> Did they come to your school and like do a casting search? Is no. That- When I was trying to find like a dancing agent or like a scout or like whatever they are, I actually went to like an improvisation workshop and the woman who was running it was like, I want to be your acting agent. And I didn't really understand what that meant. Um, Because you were
2: 11. Uh Yeah.
3: And and then uh, my second audition was for Game of Thrones and I was like, wow, should probably.
0: Why do you think, in hindsight, why do you think they chose you?
3: Um, I think I really was the character back then. I mm. think like children acting, you kind of have to really be that yeah. character because children pretending and acting is sometimes quite jarring to watch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had two older brothers and an older sister who I thought was a nightmare and mm. it just worked for the role. Ugh. And I even went to my audition. I had holes all in the knees of my leggings and I was really embarrassed by that. I had crooked teeth and like dark rings under my eyes and all these pretty little girls running around and I felt really out of place. But for the character, it was actually perfect, and I think that, you know.
0: How long after the audition did you find out?
3: um so I did my first, and then I did a chemistry read, and then I did a third, and then about a week after my third audition was when they told me. Wow. So that was
2: relatively soon. That wasn't, that, some of them yeah. go on. On and on Yeah, well, do you know,
3: they auditioned like hundreds of girls for Aria, so they were really like, they'd seen everyone. They weren't really, I'd, I'd never done anything before, and they weren't really looking at girls like that, because mm-hmm. they knew that the show was going to go on, and they wanted someone who'd at least been in front of a camera before, which I hadn't. And so they weren't really looking at girls like me, and I just sort of like slipped through the net, and I think, you know, by that point, they'd seen so much that they were pretty set and ready to cast and so that's probably why it was quicker for me and you Mm. do the
2: majority of your filming in Northern Ireland yes and you can hear it in your voice you know
3: (laughs) do you know that people say this to me all the time that I sound really Irish but I am also from Bristol which is hard hours as well so Uh, it's like a combination there's
2: some inflections that are Quintessentially Northern yes. Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I hear it, and I'm like, oh <laughs> maybe. because you were so young when you were there. It's yeah. as if you've been raised there
3: too. Yeah, definitely. I've like I found myself being a real chameleon to the people that I'm with, and so yeah. having spent so much time I, in Northern Ireland, like I definitely have picked up that a lot.
0: I thought you guys shot Game of Thrones in Romania or something. Well, oh, they shoot Croatia, all,
3: Croatia mm. Malta, Morocco, Iceland. We did oh some in Canada. God. There are some years when we have like four units shooting out at the same time in four different um, oh wow Countries yeah. You know And uh, So it's been like A really really huge production And this final season Like there's less and less Characters every year Because yeah. people get killed so much Sure So this final season Meant that we were all Kind of on The same page again And it wasn't quite so Yeah Large a scale So it was more manageable To sort of think about that. When you
0: did the chemistry read Who did you read with?
3: I read with Sophie Turner Who played Sansa Stark Who played my sister So mm-hmm. I read with three girls Gorgeous. Who were going up for that role Yeah And um, you know like I, I could completely get those chemistry reads I got on really well with her she's like my best friend now yeah. and um, they really do make a difference and I think you know having been on both sides of a chemistry read where I know if I've got the part or I'm trying to see if I have chemistry with the mm-hmm. other person mm-hmm. like it's it's always obvious who the right person is yeah. and I think you know like since then I've just like not really taken it to heart and just understood that sometimes you gel with someone yeah. and sometimes you Good don't girl yeah and you yeah. know I
0: wish everyone understood that about auditions and, mm-hmm. and about the whole business because some things just are not for you just because, and some things just feel right. Mm. Now you've done a lot of stuff since then. Yeah, What's your favorite role apart from uh, Game of Thrones?
3: Um, I played a role uh, last year. I got to do my first theater performance. I was on stage, I played a role called Caroline in a play called I and You, which is um, a successful play in the US and it was the first time that they'd done it here. Mm. Um, And it was just a two-hander and it was like an hour and a half long and there was no interval. And for my first like theater performance, um, that was really uh, exciting to do. And and it meant that I could really just like own the entire play because it was just the two of us. And for my first experience doing something like that, it felt really right.
0: Who was the other actor?
3: Um, uh, Zach Wyatt. Um, it was his stage debut. Also, he just graduated from uni, um, wow. and now he's killing it. So. That really? was our that's our
2: newest favorite thing. Show us at an hour and a half with no interval. Oh yeah.
0: my God! Yes,
3: it's the smartest thing ever. I know. It was it was amazing. It was I just like, think
0: if, if yeah, I just think if you can't tell your story in ninety minutes,
3: you know, <laughs> don't tell it at you all. You
0: probably should be doing something else.
3: <laughs> Yeah. So true. It was perfect. I think there, there are. It's like three parts, and I think you know you can put these tiny little acts and then intervals in it. But we just ran it all the way through. Yeah.
0: Although yeah. I did see Angels in America, but it was breaks. six hours, and that was, <laughs> it was it was longer than six hours. Eight it was, hours. It was eight hours. Yeah. And, and, and do they give it was, you dinner. You you do you do break, break for dinner. You There's like a three dinner. hour
2: dinner break. There's you a three hour. Is it three people, hours? It's very long. It's a long. So you come. They give you at least two, but it's Mm -hmm. not just like a half an hour. Yeah. And then there's
0: another break also.
2: Yeah. So there's first act, interval, second act, a couple hours... First act, interval, second. Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't know how gripping your performance is, but I don't have an attention span that long. Right. Like, I, you could be the most incredible actor, It's but a commitment. I can't do, I can't focus. Yeah. I can't do that. I,
0: I know. Have you seen the Harry Potter thing?
3: No, I mean, that's smart. It goes over the two days. Okay. Yeah, because you do one one night and you do the second one well, the Well, they last. did
0: that with Angels in America. It's oh. just the night, it was when I saw it, they would do a full-on eight-hour storyline on Sundays and maybe one other day, but otherwise they would- would alternate days with part one and part two or you
2: could go morning and night oh really matinee and evening yeah
3: it's a
0: lot of acting
3: that's a lot yeah and and i feel like i've not watched a ton of theater and i'm not like a veteran and i don't understand you know every nuance but i think you know with with long plays sometimes i can just see it in people's faces like they're bored as well (laughs) like I'm yep. bored as hell, and <laughs> I find it just, you know, kind of insulting that they're not even having a good time sometimes. Right, so, so with
0: the show was called Caroline...
3: No, it was called, cool. my character was called Caroline and the show was called I and You.
0: I and You. Yes. And how long did it run?
3: It ran for about three months. Oh, that's a good long run. Yeah. So it was great. It was like, um, like a month rehearsing and then, you know, a short show every night and even matinee days was like a good break in between go and get a proper meal, like three hour long shows. You have like 20 minutes and you're yeah. back on stage again. Yeah. So for us, it was like, it was the, the best experience for my first like theater role, um, um, I really and it was a cu- really wonderful little theatre um, here in London. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't West End, um, uh, but it was at the Hampstead, and and yeah, it's a beautiful space there. And it was just like a you know a lot of things really aligned on. That what did job. you
0: learn about yourself in doing something like that?
3: That I can't act. No. <laughs> Very funny, Maisie. Um, do you know uh, our director Ed Hall would say like, like, this is like, a this is a marathon, you know, this is the Olympics of like performing and acting, um, doing this day in, day out. And I think it was a really interesting point in my own life. And I think spending that much time having a routine every day, like it was really great for me. Yeah. And I miss that about it, about knowing it, what I'm doing every single day, mm-hmm. what time I'm going to be doing mm-hmm. it. There's something just so lovely about that. And I've like tried to sort of incorporate that into my life since, which is, is a lot more difficult doing movies. But um. Yeah, that was like the best thing about it that I've tried to take with me.
0: Because in in doing a stage show like that, where you know where, you know, know the lines, you know where you're going to be standing. I would think that you'd be able to find these moments, these, these magical moments where you actually get lost in the show.
3: (sighs) Absolutely. And you know, like being on stage for an hour and a half, you have the audience Mm -hmm. and you can tell when you've got them and you can tell when you haven't. And at the end, there's a huge twist. Mm. And like those nights where you can feel the tension building and it's only in the last 10 minutes where everything it's like a beautiful boy meets girl and you're like mm. where is this really going but mm. I'm having a great time and at the end it flips on everyone and those nights when you're just hitting it and you're bouncing off each other so perfectly mm. and you know that the line is coming that everyone's going to gasp on and like in the UK like we, we're not very vocal when we watch things yeah, right. um, and sometimes it's a little jarring when you think you're being really funny and uh-huh. laughing. Uh-huh. Um, but the, the best thing about it was knowing Saying like You guys are all going to lose your minds in three, two,
2: one. And it was just the best. So
3: being able to just feel a room like that was like something that you don't get to do in film.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, okay, so you did this show Mm -hmm. uh, for uh, three months. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, do you want to do more of that? First of all, I'm going to ask you before you, I have several questions. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to do more of theater acting?
3: I do, yes. Being on stage was wonderful and being like so physical with my entire body and my... My performance was, you know, something that I loved about dancing and so could definitely incorporate. So I'd love to do more. Do you go dancing anymore? You know, not as much as I would like to. Um, It's like, you know, I was training so hard. I was doing like 30 hours a week and I felt like a real athlete, but I was quite young. And when you can't be at that level because you have other things that you're doing, it's like really heartbreaking to just half-ass do it knowing that you can kick higher and you can stretch further and I think like that's what I've always really struggled with is like just dipping my toe in it's like I want to take time out to like get back to where I was. Yeah I would think that
0: you know if if dancing is in your soul you know if you're not doing it it feels like you're up on blocks and and it's that this energy has to go somewhere. Mm. You know in America it used to be where uh there's you know there's being a professional dancer and then there's just dancing for fun. Mm. In America years ago ago in my day... <sighs> Uh, there were dance places you could go dancing on every corner, but it seems that they've all disappeared. Even now. with the
2: clubs now, you don't dance. Nobody dances. Nobody
3: dances anymore, and they the music just sit isn't around. for dancing. Yeah. It's like really strange, and like that's what I want when I go out. Yeah, and it's really hard to find something like that. It's yep. not like you can go and specifically do that. It's like sometimes you find yourself in a venue that's you know got the right vibe, and that's such a shame. I'd be all for that.
0: Well, I understand. It's it's, it's very telling of where we are as a culture today that dancing isn't at a premium that it's not at a, a very high sta- you know uh l- there's not a lot of value it's not
2: important it's nobody not cares important anymore, anymore. Yeah.
0: i don't know what that says i think it says that we're probably uh so self-consumed mm. taking, that life, too taking yeah. life too seriously taking life too seriously cuz dancing is a, is
3: totally yeah yeah i think i watched movies and they're like will you dance with me and i remember thinking right. like no boy I know would ever say no. that. No. Ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not cool. It's, like, too embarrassing. It's, like, you know, and it's yeah. such a shame that that's, like, just slipped away from us.
0: I, it's very sad. Now, is Maisie, we're going to go to break in a minute, but is Maisie short for something else?
3: Uh, well, kind of. My mom always wanted to call me Maisie. Yeah. But uh, when <clears throat> I, uh, she wanted traditional names on our birth certificates. So then she called me, like, Margaret legally yeah but I've always been known as Maisie so it's
0: is it is, is Maisie short for Margaret because Margaret's really. Peg is short Peg, for peg. peg yeah, is Margaret yeah.
3: Maggie or yes. Mary right. but no yeah it's because it went the other way so she found Maisie first and then thought like oh, what can I do but
0: generally speaking is Maisie's a derivative of another name do I you think know it is.
3: Is uh. it? I don't I've know. only
2: ever known it as Maisie
3: Maybe it just is. I think my my grandmother was actually horrified when my mom called me Maisie because to her <laughs> it was an old lady name. Right. But she right. was like, so I think maybe it is just I wonder just if it's derivative of
0: Maisel. Maisel or? Maisel. Ooh. Hazel? Hazel, Maisie.
2: Don't know.
0: I bet there's something. Somebody know, will tell us. I love it. I love it. It's so unique.
2: I it's wanna so talk, fabulous. Um, to, we'll talk when we come back from the yeah. break. Yeah. But I want to talk to you about what you went through and your body went through and Game of Thrones training mm. to lead up to that moment without spoiling for everybody. But yeah. if they haven't seen it, then shame on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll do that when we come back. All right, break. let's How go to a break. That?
0: We'll be right back with more Maisie Williams. All right, we are back with Maisie Williams. You guys know her from Game of Thrones and and uh, movies and theater, darling.
2: <laughs> We're talking about
0: dancing, too. But, M- Michelle, you're talking about training well, for this. Well, because
2: Aria goes through some major changes. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, honestly, I don't know where you've been living. I've seen it <laughs> twice through. And I watched the last season when I was coming. True story. I wasn't able to catch the la- the last season that mm. leads up to where we are now. Yeah. So I binge watched it all on a flight from Brazil, uh-huh. and when I got off the plane, I was like, Whoa! "I was like, uh-huh. screw it! I'm not." I was like, in that moment. Wow. Um. But Aria went from this kind of, you know, quiet House Stark, she being a good girl yeah. into a warrior. Yeah. She went through some shit, mm. and what you were trained as a dancer, so you were already. There, but you must have kept in shape training for all of that.
3: Yeah, you know, we'd every year we'd come back and have like big sessions with the stunt team. Um I think after season one, I decided to go and do um like an actual fencing course and get my beginners course just so it's like And you did that. that. Yeah, I went well so this is the other thing. Aria in the book is left-handed but i'm right-handed but 12 year old me thought it'd be a great idea to do everything Uh left-handed so on the show everything i do is left-handed um which was the biggest challenge of all of it because you know one thing is learning to sword fight but then on your other hand is like kind of difficult so for me a lot of my training outside was just doing things with my left hand Mm. um and it's really good for your brain, apparently, to just brush your teeth in the morning with the other oh, hand, oh. like little things like that, because it that. works like a different side of your brain. It's going to so ended up all over means, you, but... <laughs> yeah. So now it means that I've, like, you know, picked up, you know, both hands.
0: Ambidextrous. Yeah, Ambidextrous, that's, that's yes. It. And so, um, it was in hindsight, are you... <laughs> Are you are you <laughs> happy you did that? <laughs>
3: I mean, now I get someone being like, "Oh yeah, if you're gonna write that letter, can you do it with the left hand?" And right. I'm like, "Oh, why oh, did I decide my to do God. that?" <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I am. I'm really proud of like, I'm proud of my younger self for doing that. Yeah. I think like so many people don't. Um, but yeah, I think so. You know,
0: fencing and so you fencing and all this stuff. So and then
2: the scene that that Michelle's talking about that whole part of that. Season when uh, he, she transforms. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: So Aria gets, um, she does yeah. something wrong and she gets blinded by the trainers that she's with and she then has to learn to fight blind. She loses her sight. Um, and so for most of that training, I really was kind of blind. I had these crazy contact lenses in, like the sclera ones that you could, I, they were painted so I couldn't see anything. And so there's one thing, you know, like sword fighting and then there's the other thing, like not seeing anything around you you um and that was really difficult but i think you know what was really nice about that is like what some of the girls were saying earlier about being able to really get in the zone Mm -hmm. like when you can't see anyone around you and for some reason people stop talking to you as much because you can't they can't i don't know what that what it is but um being able to like really get in the zone and just focus on like the feeling and like your body and how to move it rather than like you know your other senses that was um yeah, just really helpful. And, and
0: so we're talking. So we're talking weightlifting. We're talking stretching and yoga and everything that we can imagine that you had to do for that.
3: Yeah, I mean, in like in downtime, like you know, but before various seasons, you'd get a call being like, "This year it's going to be really intense for you, so you should start training now."
0: And you, and that's on you. You have to find the trainer, or do they send someone?
3: They there's both. So um, I've had it different every single year. Sometimes it's just been like with a trainer on my own um, and. And uh they've sort of found me, you know. And then it's like sometimes during shooting when you've got like three months until your scene, so there's like you know, every weekend in between you can be. Oh, you,
0: they reading. have the scene written three months in advance.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. They, they they write the whole season and then we start shooting um after they've written everything.
0: Right. And yeah. there are no changes on the spot?
3: No, and we tried to stop doing that. At the beginning there was lots of changes and new pages, but now we don't get the, the scripts until right before we shoot, but usually then they don't changed how many much.
0: pages a day what was the most amount of pages you've done in one day
3: um i don't know maybe like five okay. um it's not crazy on the show i mean sometimes you have a 13 page dialogue oh, scene dear. um and they That's a lot they get a lot yeah um but really, like, it's not, it's the attention to detail and actually, like, it shoots relatively slowly. Like, you don't get a lot done in a day um, mm-hmm. because they just, you know. But the amount of, like, shots I've done, I've been on set for one scene where we're on shot, like, angle 50. And oh, wow. It's My the same goodness. scene. Yeah. 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 And we've done, like, you know, maybe, like, a seven-page scene for a week. And you're saying the same lines on a Friday afternoon. Oh, wow. And they're like, now we're going to do your close-up. And you're like, I don't even know what these words mean anymore. Yeah. I've said yeah. so many times. Yeah. So trying to keep things fresh, that's when it's like theater. Because yeah. you really have to just like just shed it all and start again.
0: Well, what about this? What about when you have a very emotional scene or it's your close-up and mm. uh the the grips are they're they're adjusting a light and they're hammering and, and you're trying to remember what your emotional uh, choreography is going to be. And they're hammering Mm -hmm. right over your ear. And then the hair person comes over and is saying, hey, let me just do this real quick. And then let me fix your Mm -hmm. mic real quick. How do you keep your focus when all of this is going on?
3: You know, it's something that I've definitely had to earn, but like the sort of... um I guess it's, like, the care and respect that a lot of seasoned actors get in those sort of moments, making sure that before they get into character and before they, like, get into the scene all of that shit is done. So as the no one's doing that over their, you know, preparation. But I think as a child, I was sort of forced to be like, okay, now you go. Yeah. And I never really got any of that. And it took a while until anyone would give me the time to be able to, you know, do my job. Right. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it really is just learning to zone out. I do a lot of meditating and I think yeah. that really helps being able to just like block it all out. But having people poke and prod me you know since I started acting means that now I am far more used to it but I think there are days where you just find people irritating anyway. so the res- yeah well so <laughs> the life, responsibility
0: yeah. is on you to create that space
3: yeah completely because when you watch it back you you know no one I'm not going to tweet out by the way this day someone was like really distracting me on set <laughs> my performance was really bad like it's not true it's, you don't get to be like that right, um right. and so it's only ever going to fall on you and you can't throw your toys out of the pram in, when it's like an nature H- show you can't you can't do that so were you
2: surprised at the success when it started blowing up even after series one it started
3: yeah I think you know I was on the show so I thought well naturally I'm gonna think that it's bigger than it is because I'm around all of the hype and you know but then when it got to sort of like season three and we were in LA at the Chinese theater and I was like this is where they do the Oscars (laughs) and there's like Fans everywhere screaming my name, and I've never been to LA before. And yeah. that was when I was like, "Oh, maybe this is actually as big as I think." Uh-huh. And um, you know, and then you're in Sao Paulo Comic Con, and it, it's it is kind of insane the scale that it's got. Um, and I think it still kind of blows my mind now. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. imagine
2: yeah. you go to Primark and get all sorts of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Honestly, no, yeah. it's everywhere. I it's, can't it's everywhere. Yeah, you know. I bought
2: my husband all the houses and socks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and Adidas have just done ultra boosts with all the different houses. Really? Yeah. And that's when you start to realize like, oh, like this show is really sort of taking over many different avenues and not just this cult, you know, like fantasy yeah. world, but yeah. like mainstream media too.
0: Are you sad that it's winding down?
2: I am.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm really excited for what the ten year, next 10 years has in store yeah. for me. Yeah. And I can't wait to get started on that. I'm really yeah. sad to say goodbye to this chapter, but it's like, it feels like a really good time. Like everyone else my age is like leaving university you know, and they want to figure out what they want to do with the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. like the first time in a few years that I felt like, everyone else my age and I'm like okay what do I want to do now yeah. Yeah. um and I think I really missed that I've like been part of something that's so different to all of my friends and I'm really enjoying this like moment of um just calmness where I can figure out what I want to do next
0: yeah any ideas
3: um I want to uh create my own things so instead of being a part of someone else's like vision um i've been enjoying i have a company that i founded a year ago which is kind of like a social media but for artists to find one another in Mm -hmm. film fashion music photography art literature to be able to like collaborate with one another across industries and so for that we created just a magazine um of like a lot of people that we really love within the london art scene Mm -hmm. and doing shoots and things like that and creating common concepts for things that um, that's fun. amazing. I had a really great time doing that and I've you know I've always felt very uncomfortable in front of like a stills camera and being on the other side and creating like a concept and and um you know seeing that through to a finished magazine has been really wonderful so I'd love to do more more of that that's
0: great that's yeah. fantastic Thank yeah because I'm, I'm looking at you thinking what role would I put you in I mean that that's as you know as an artist you have to really create the the Projects for yourself. Definitely. That really is. Yeah. And uh, uh, and actually, as I was looking, I was thinking, I see I see um, Madonna in Who's That Girl? Because oh, of the, the eyebrows. eyebrows. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see that. This
3: is quite a different look for me. I just had the fringe hacked off. Yeah. So I had my eyebrows haven't looked this severe in a while. No, I love it. We love, love it. Love it. It's Thank fantastic. you. I think the pink
2: hair is super cute. Thank
3: you very much. Yeah, this was something that my agents weren't too happy about. Right. <laughs> you get to live
2: for this moment now. Definitely. Though. You get yeah. yeah. your time. You're right. You're absolutely right. This
0: moment is is to be cherished because you've put in the hard yards and this is a, a time for you to uh, recalibrate where your, where your, your GP, your own emotional GPS system, where right. it is right at this moment. So enjoy it because everything, time goes by so
2: fast. Yeah, it does. You're 21. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Tomorrow you know, you're going to blink and you'll be 50. That's mm-hmm. yeah, well, how fast it goes. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Michelle. I know. But that's not a, that's not a bad thing. That's no, to, to, to me. sitting here like
3: never blinking. <laughs> <laughs> Just live in the moment, you kiddo.
2: Know.
0: Well, the thing is that life goes in these sevens, you know, seven years old, 21, 28. Mm. And, and 21 is very significant. So it's important to pay attention to what is happening and, and, and to uh, pay attention to what your heart is telling you, mm. you know. So, Maisie Williams, you've been absolutely lovely to have on our podcast.
3: Thank you so much for much having me. Much
0: success to you. Thank you. And um, much more discovery. And and go and dance for crying yes. out loud. Yes. <laughs>
2: go nuts on the dance floor, go kiddo. Go
0: nuts on the... Where do you dance in London? You have to go to the gay clubs, right? Probably.
3: yeah. It's probably G-A-Y or something. There are a couple something. of sure? like... We have Pineapple Studios, but it's not what it oh, was. Oh, right. It, it was. Like, you know, <laughs> they were... And the studios. I always get the numbers wrong. 64? Mm.
2: Um,
3: mm, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there are a couple of places that I do go. But, yeah. like, in terms those of, like,
2: studios, exactly. well, Those are dance studios, though. Exactly. dance studios. That's where you have to a disco. Yeah, but
3: that's you, it, there's not a lot of that anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah. Huh. Oh, well, well, we'll be looking for you. I'll
3: set one up. That's what I'm going to do in the next 10 years. <laughs> a dance you ball. could. You could.
0: <laughs> All right. So, well, Michelle, thank you so much. Uh, until next time, my dear. Mm, bye. bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.